Hey, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of We Said What We Said with Teddy and Kedra, two journalists reporting out loud. If you enjoyed the show, we ask that you please go ahead and like us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Leave us reviews. And as always, enjoy the show. That's what I thought you said. Now let me offer this as a rebuttal. That's the question. What's not up? What's lit on the beat? I really want to sound happier, but unfortunately, due to current events, I just can't. Because I'm just not. I'm just fed up. I need a vacation. I agree. I'm fed up with people. I'm fed up with politics. I'm fed up with race relations. I'm just fucking fed up. I need to go on a retreat somewhere. With only people that I like, massive amounts of tequila, music, and an ocean. And I wanna, I wanna throw my phone across the island and not talk to anybody. I think I need a month to vacation before I can come back and feel like I can maneuver this world again. It's funny how we don't, we as Americans don't even have like, like a month isn't proper. Like, you don't get a month vacation time for most jobs. No. It's like two weeks, you know, while, That's the, rest not- of, while the rest of the world has, like, here's, like, two months off spread and out I've, throughout the year. I've never even had, I've never even taken two weeks. Yeah. Like. Like two full weeks, like two consecutive weeks, or just two weeks? I've never taken, week? I've never taken, I've never taken a full week off from work. Like. The most I took, in terms of, like, work days, was, like, eight Six, six, seven, I think like eight days. Yeah, you were gone for a long time yeah. when you went to Croatia. Yeah, but then I didn't even, like, three of those days, because I didn't want to use all of my vacation mm-hmm. days, I chose not to get paid for. Mm. Like, I had to be very strategic yeah. about that, which sucks, you mm-hmm. know? So, yeah. Um, I just feel burnt out. I feel exhausted. I feel stressed out, anxious. I don't think it being winter helps. No. Well, no, that doesn't like, help. It's just we, winter. It's just it's the, the weather just sucks. It's especially lately. It's just been really cold and warm and right. Cold again. It's very back and forth. It's like it's just too much. But Black History Month, you know, this is supposed to be a good month for us. Black History Month has been a dumpster fire. It has been a shit show. Which I'm sure we, we that will be the crux of our show in terms of like news and, and culture. But it has been a very, very interesting Black History Month. We're only a week in and so much has happened. I, I need... We need to talk about... You know, it's so it's hard because, you know, obviously this is our platform and I want to be 100% candid. But because of, you know, situationships, I can't be 100% candid. But I need a fucking seminar on how to manage professional situations. That could be a whole class in itself, in itself in school. That could be a whole workshop. That should could be a monthly series because it's so difficult maneuvering people in a professional setting. Because when you're not in a professional setting, you could just cuss people out. It's so true. <laughs> you know, I could just be like, fuck you. Yeah. 
But when you're in a, you can't say that. No, you can't. As much as you want to say it to a lot of people that you work with. Yeah, I get it. Just in life in general, it's it's frustrating. So Maybe we could do an episode on that. We should. Yeah. How right. to say fuck you the polite <laughs> way. Yes. How to curse someone out. How to say fuck you without there being consequences. Exactly. Exactly. Because um, I think that's what the situation is. Yeah. It's tough. Work situations, professional, any type, or any type of professional situation. It's, yeah, like any type, like business <clears throat> situations. Um, it's tough. I've been working with a lot of influencers lately for my store. That's <coughs> its own shit show. Because, you know, with influencers, it's, it's a whole new idea. Like, you know, there's not, at this point, because it's so such a new concept, there aren't really rules to it. Mm-hmm. So I feel like a lot of people are just kind of winging it and doing what they want to do. Yeah. That's very frustrating. Because it's like, if I'm paying you... To post this content, mm-hmm. put as much oomph into it as you do your own content. Yeah. Wouldn't you want to go above and beyond for something you're getting paid for? Yes. As opposed to something you're doing for free? Yeah. Of course. But I guess everyone doesn't think that way. Uh, and you're thinking about your own personal thing? Yeah, about my personal, personal store. store. I've been business. working with some influencers. Um, if you're a lady out there and if you need the best shapewear in the world... Go to two fifth and lennox.com. That's T W O F I F T H A N D L E N O X. Two fifth and lennox. And follow us on Instagram for 20% off your next purchase. How long does the 20% last? Like- forever. <laughs> so it's a forever discount. Yeah, because just use code thanks because we're thankful for all of our supporters and customers. Turn the code be thankful. It's thanks. I'm just saying, it's a missed opportunity. Why do you want to bother me today? I'm already stressed out. I have, I'm up to here in stress. Like, I have a bottle of wine. Like, I'm scratching. (laughs) I'm scratching to go in the house, take my pants off, throw them as far as I can, and just drink from the bottle. I'm not even going to pour a cup. That's the kind of day I had. That's the type of party. That's a that's a nice party. That's the kind of day I've had. And if I wasn't counting freaking calories, I would eat a pizza. But I can't because I'm counting calories. But the wine doesn't help. Anyway, I'll it sacrifice for the wine. Matter. And thank you well, for nitpicking. Drink, drink red wine that has no calories. I have red wine and it does have calories. Shh, don't need to know that. Yeah, they can know that. It's fine. We're adults here. I'm 29 years old. I am allowed to drink wine after a hard day. Yeah. Oh, I can't keep banging. Yeah. You should. No, absolutely. Even though I'm trying not to drink during the week, you know, I'm just going to be grateful for the things that I do have. How yes. about that? Yes. Be grateful for the things you have. But it's completely normal to be have, to one, have a bad day. And I want to cry and scream. I want to flip this table over. You should do it. Be like Teresa. Teresa? Real Housewives of New Jersey. No. You should. Uh, I'm just so. I want to fight. That's what I. Re- I really want to fight. <laughs> <laughs> I want to just. I want to put some sneakers on. Do you want to fight? I want to grease up my face. Do I want to fight, fight. Like, a certain like certain a certain someone. Oh, I want to line them up. Just, okay. <laughs> I got a list. Gotcha. I just and I think it's healthy. I think that you should be able to box people. I I, mean, I am absolutely in agreement with you. I think you. you should be able to box I people. Think I think a lot of times, and not just run up beside them, upside their head, which is tempting. Yeah. But, like, when you're having a disagreement and it gets to a boiling point, like, go to a professional site, like a boxing ring, and, like, 
work out your differences that way. I think people uh, yeah. will feel better. I will feel so much better. Yeah, instead of just assaulting them in the middle of the street. Well, I'm not going to do that. Yes, but just I'm like, not. I'm not Liam Neeson. not Liam Neeson. Whew, Lord. But instead of doing that, just like, you know what? Where we have to fight in a boxing ring with a trained like profe uh, professional ref or someone and get your frustrations out that way. I think people will feel I want to drag somebody across a floor. That's how upset I am. Because sometimes you just you get to a point where you're like, I don't want to have a conversation anymore. No, <laughs> I'm done with the fight. words. It's time to fight. It's t I'm <laughs> done. Yes. Lace up your shoes. But people do not do that randomly in the street. I just I cannot no. pay your legal bills. No. I have no money. I can't pay my own legal bills. So don't do it. <sighs> but you know, um, a solution since you the chances of you just providing boxing someone that you have a disagreement with is, disagreement with is low maybe sign up for like a boxing class or kickboxing lesson um, or go to the gym just a regular workout maybe yeah. you'll get your frustrations out that way and i think you'll yeah. feel better well not to be a debbie downer usually i've been going to the gym a lot lately good and it has really been helping but i've noticed the past couple of times like you know i go to the gym i'll get this high in this rush mm -hmm. but then a couple of times the last few times i went i noticed that after i came from the gym i was really sad like i was in a low like Girl, that's supposed to make you happy it did but then after a while i had like a low like they said that's how like coke makes you feel <laughs> and that's why people keep doing it because you you're so high and happy and then when you come off of it you feel really low and after the gym, I just felt like really low. I don't know why. There was no coke involved, I promise. But I just felt like that. That's strange. Well, you know what? When I used to go to the gym, it's been a while. Um, I, yeah, I used to feel like crap sometimes. I mean, like, you know, some people, people who really work out a lot, yeah. sometimes they feel like, oh, this high and all this energy. I always was depressed. I completely understand. You understand, yeah, right? Like, I'm like, oh, I hate everything. While hate I'm everyone. doing it, I feel good. Yeah. But after, for some reason, once I got in the house, took a shower, and sat down, I just felt really low. I'm talking to my therapist about that. You should. You know, she's you, you guys. Therapy, therapy is the shit, right? She helps me come up with things I never thought of. Yep. I swear she does. Somebody said to me, "Why do you go see a therapist?" She just tells you who to be, and I said that's not true. And I think that's a big misconception about therapy. She doesn't tell me who to be. She helps me think of things differently. So I think that you know we get stuck in our ways, and we're so used to going straight and then turning right, going straight and then turning right, and then she's like, "Well." Why not just turn left and then go straight? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. why do you feel like you have to do it this way in order for to try this way? Because we're crazy, basically. Yeah, I'm joking. So, yeah, so I completely I get that's that. That's what um, therapy that. does for me. Yeah. So I, I should, I, I might need to make an emergency appointment. You should the way I'm you speak to what's going on um, to your therapist um, and just because I feel like it may this is maybe an ongoing thing. Um, so. Just speak to your therapist, and I'm sure she'll kind of guide you um, in the right direction. I'm going to just woosa. We're going to have a good episode today. Oh, wait, I forgot to mention. I wanted to give a shout-out to my cousin Jazzy because it's her birthday today. Happy birthday, Jazzy. Happy birthday. She listens to the show. She loves you. Oh, that's, thank you. Thank you, Jazzy, for Happy everything. Birthday. I love you. You're amazing. Thank you for being the best big cousin in the world. Jasmine is the best Hair, natural hairstylist in New York. I can say that not because she's my cousin, but because when I first started going to her, I was bald headed. You know, 
bald headed, no hair. Like my hair didn't even go past my ears, bald headed. <laughs> and now I actually have hair. So if you don't have hair and you want some, or if you have some hair, you want some more, or if you just want healthy hair overall, go see Jasmine Santiago. She is the best natural hairstylist in the world. You can find her at Get Jazzy on Instagram at Get Jazzy. That's two Z's and two E's. Perfect. And now that was a word for me. And now we're going to go into the news. So Black History Month, or as I like to call it, Blackface History Month. <laughs> is that what you call it? Blackface History Month 2019. <laughs> because I don't know what the hell's going on. Mm-hmm. So, in Virginia... Um, I like now, Virginia. Yeah, well, I don't know if they like you so much. But <laughs> in Virginia, um, the Democrats are in a lot of hot water. Right. So, Virginia Governor Ralph Northam, um, controversy erupted, um, came out after a picture of his yearbook uh-huh. um, was circulating online. I believe some conservative website with initial reports okay. um, found... Um, this picture in, in his medical school yearbook from the 1980s, and it showed, um, it was a picture of him, uh, it was it's a two-page spread. Right. And a picture of him standing in front of something. And then there was another picture with two men, one wearing blackface. Okay. And another wearing um, Ku, Klux, Ku Klux Klan robes. Mm. So... Obviously, this is the new governor of Virginia, a Democrat. Right. Um, he, you know, kind of rode that blue wave, uh, you know, of politicians, you know, obviously kind of rebuking the president and, and trying to bring, re- essentially bring Virginia to a more progressive, um, to, to promote more progressive policies and to essentially bring Virginia to the 21st century. So he, this picture comes out showing someone well well a picture is again dedicated to him it's on his page and no one knows which one he is in this photo mm-hmm. so he initially apologized i think he's the one in the white robe well we, we don't know that i, we don't I, I, know I that. think well you think yeah yeah but he initially apologized for the pictures and without confirming which of the men he was mm-hmm. in the photo um so he did this press conference and he, you know, addressed the controversy, apologized, said that there was a, another instance um, or incident where he was at a party and he dressed up as Michael Jackson uh-huh. and he may have done blackface then. So one of the crazy things, I think, from this press conference was, like, the reporter, and I don't know why they asked, they asked him, like, about, like, oh, you dressed up as Michael Jackson or dance competition there. Like, did you do the moonwalk? And... The governor was, said yes, and they asked him, well, how were you? And he was, he looked around, ready to do the moonwalk at this press conference to show, to demonstrate how good he was at doing Michael Jackson's moonwalk. Right. After admitting that he wore blackface, blackface. in this party, right? But his wife was, <laughs> said, no, this is not an appropriate time, right? She stopped him. She, she stopped him. She stopped him living his best life. Okay? <laughs> so, thank God. I mean, at least someone had some sense. But, right. so, <laughs> can you imagine you were doing a, a press conference, you're apologizing for something. Right. it's blackface, you said something wrong or whatever. And you were actually contemplating in 2019 
to do to demonstrate the moonwalk to show how good of a dancer you are during this apology. You know, I just have to say, you know, my grandmother, she just passed away. God rest her soul. That's my best friend. And she will always say to me, Kedra, you know, when stories like this come out, she'd be like, this is why I don't want to be here no more. <laughs> this is why I don't want to be here. Is one on crack? <laughs> No, no, she would say, she would say, I'm not supposed to, I'm not supposed to be seeing this. She would say, I'm not supposed to be, I'm not, I shouldn't be living this long to see this. It's just ridiculous. Because it's ridiculous. It's just, it's just, I feel like we are living in an Onion article from literally from the top down. So anyways, um, Northam, he then comes out like, uh, I believe like a day later or so. Yeah. Says, hey, I actually wasn't in the photo. Right. I don't know how this photo got into my medical school yearbook on a page essentially dedicated to me. Right. But this isn't me and I'm calling around, I'm trying to figure out what's going on and how what's go you know, what's happening. Um but he's not resigning. He's not stepping down, even though Democrats have essentially rallied not behind him, but against him. Right. Saying like, hey, this is wrong. You should step down. Right. right? Um and he's just like, no, because it's not me and all this. So, it's a big controversy with that. Um, there are rumors that he was eventually going to step down the day after the controversy um, came about. The story broke, but then he, apparently he was like, I'm not doing it. Um, so then, the second in line, his name would... Uh, his, uh, Lieutenant, the lieutenant governor name is Justin Fairfax, and he is um, a black man. Mm-hmm. So essentially, I think it would have been fitting if the the Virginia governor governor who's been accused of wearing blackface or KKK robes um, stepped down and is replaced by a black man. Right. Right. But <sighs> Fairfax was hit with a sexual assault allegation. Yeah. Um, by a, a woman named Vanessa Tyson, and she said that Fairfax sexually abused her at the Democratic National Convention in 2004. And this was the, 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 the DNC where we were first introduced to President Obama. Yeah. And then, well, he was running for senator at the time, and everyone was just like, oh, yeah, this guy's going to be president. I knew. Anyways, but that's not the point. Yeah. Fairfax, apparently she... She's accusing him of sexually assaulting her during this time. Yeah. He denies it. Um, he said, um, reading Dr. Tyson's account is painful. As I said in my statement this morning, and this is to CNN. Mm-hmm. As I said in my statement this morning, I have nothing to hide. Any review of the circumstances would support my account because it is the truth. I take this situation very seriously. I continue to believe Dr. Tyson should be treated with respect. But I cannot agree to a description of events that simply is not true. The Virginia Legislative Black Caucus wants to investigate him because it's my understanding, based on how the, the reports were, were presented, that they, the accusations against him is right. pretty credible, right? So they're kind of just like, hey, you know, we're looking into this and you should resign. He's not clearly not stepping down. Right. So... You're thinking, okay, well, the governor is is hit with this racist scandal. The lieutenant governor is hit with a sexual assault scandal accusation. 
So then it would be the third in line who would then become the governor of Virginia, the attorney general named Mark Herring. Well, Mark revealed uh, a few days ago that, or was it yesterday? It was whatever. Mark Herring revealed that in the 19, in 1980, he was at a college party, and he also wore blackface. And he apologized for it, saying he was pretending he was, he was him and his friends dressed up as a rapper right. um, that they liked. And, you know, there was a time and he apologized, and I guess they're going to kind of see, he wants the people of Virginia to, to kind of support him and things like that. Um, essentially, like, uh, allow him to prove himself. Right. <sighs> It is crazy how literally the top three people in Virginia politics have now been accused of something horrible. Right. Whether it's sexual assault, whether it's racism, or whatever. Damn, and I really liked Virginia. They had really, really good food. The thing I couldn't get with with Virginia is that, you know, never trust a state that locks the beer and wine um, refrigerators and the gas stores, I Uh mean the gas stations. After, on Sundays. Oh, well, they, they may not sell it on Sunday. So there are a lot of states. I don't know if a lot of states, but there are a few states that don't sell. You can't trust a state Sunday. like that. Yeah, you can't trust that. a state that doesn't let you buy um, beer and wine from yeah. the gas station. They had chains on the door. The fact that y'all have chains? <laughs> Why do y'all have chains? in these streets. So Continue. I'm sorry. Is, no, I digress. <laughs> it's, it's nuts um, what's kind of happening in Virginia politics. And it just kind of shows you... Um, Fear facts aside, we're just talking about the blackface controversy, that people who are racist, if you believe that they are racist, right, the people who wore, wear like KKK robes, right, or people, let's say members of the KKK, right? Right. They are lawyers and judges and police officers right. and doctors and teachers. And the governor, Ralph Northam, is a doctor. Right, this is medical school yearbook. Right, and it sheds light in terms of like how black people, when we go to medical facilities, the doctors or whatever, and we're not believed about our illnesses, especially black women, mm-hmm. right? Um, and uh, we go into the hospital, we end up dying because of something or being misdiagnosed with right. something, right? Because these doctors don't believe you, and I'm not saying this is the case with Northam, right? But it it helps, I guess, shed light on this, or at least facilitate this conversation about mm-hmm. people in positions of power, and they have horrible things in their past, and you cannot tell if they've truly moved on from that, right? right? It's... I and... <clears throat> You know, wearing blackface is horrible as it is, right? But to me, it's the KKK so robes, like that is dangerous, dangerous. Right. You know? Um, <clears throat> because, it, I mean, the KKK has always been bad. I mean, blackface right. was always bad, but there was a time, not in the 80s, that it was acceptable, right? right? The KKK, I mean, I guess it was acceptable in some parts, but you knew that was like a hateful organization of that killed people, right? lynched people right and you whether it's you or someone you, you if it wasn't you you felt comfortable to take a photo with someone in a kkk robe right and that is concerning and again it just brings this conversation that needs to be had about people in power 
and how we kind of hold them accountable. And that is the news for this week. <gasps> mm-hmm. That was a good job, Teddy. Thank, Thank you. you for breaking that down for us. Thank you. Liam, Liam Neeson is a racist, period. You know, I wrote a story about this. And you know, okay, so my headline for the tilt was going to be, is Liam Neeson a racist? And of course, my editor was like, oh, yeah, no. <laughs> we can't ask that question. Which I thought was a fair question because, you know, I'm a journalist, period. And, you know, I believe in speaking the truth. I don't sugarcoat. I'll let you guys know what is going on. Am I writing in on my radio show and on my Instagram? So I just believe in being fully transparent. And there is nothing more racist than a, a, a white person saying they wanted to assault another person based on the color of their skin. That, ladies and gentlemen, is racism. And you know, I was speaking to somebody and I had to, um, of course, in case you guys don't know, Liam Neeson, the actor from Taken, the movie that black people fucking love. Black people love Taken. Okay? Black people love Liam Neeson. And then when a new movie come out, we run into the theaters. Like, we love him. Correct. So, basically, he did an interview. Um, and in the interview, he said that one of his friends had been sexually assaulted. That she had been raped. And he asked, what was the color of the person? I don't know why that was his first question to ask. That was red flag number one. The fact no that he even asked why. her that. Because no one, that's not the first thing you say to someone when they say they were, they were raped. He says, what color are they? She says they were black. This man says for a week, for a week, he wanted to basically trap a black person into, he wanted to basically get into an altercation with a black person so he could kill them. Yeah, so he he went to black neighborhoods Mm -hmm. and waited with a crowbar. Yeah. Wanting to kill essentially a random black man, yeah, um, because he was so angry that his friend or girlfriend, he didn't Whomever specify, was raped, um, was raped by alleg- allegedly, allegedly by a black, by a black person, man. black man. And he said he also added that after a week, a week of essentially stalking this area, and he's a grown ass man. This isn't. This isn't a 15, 16, 17, 18 year old. Not that it would excuse that behavior, but it's, this is a grown ass man. Yes, because they, she, this happened, for, he said, 40 years ago. Whose but frontal he was cortex. Still, he was still an adult. Who's, it was fully developed. <clears throat> yes, he was still an adult. Um, I believe he may be in his 60s. Yeah. Right? So he, I believe he was in his 20s. Right. And he was so upset that his friend was assaulted, raped, that he wanted to kill a black person. And he said that he realized that that type of thinking was wrong and that he started talking about growing up in Ireland because he's Irish. Um, it's, um, and whatever he started talking about right. in, in regards to that. So, yeah. It's, it's blatant racism, period. <sighs> there's, there's no fuzzy line. And this is what frustrates me with some black people. Because you guys have been so conditioned that you make excuses for filth like this. He's filth, he's trash, he's racist, period. Because at the end of the day, as a black woman, my as a black person, my entire existence is based off of the way that I'm viewed by white people. Everything that has to do with my life in some way, shape, or form is impacted by white people, yes. period. I will never be able to trace my ancestry back 
because of the history that black Americans have in this country. Do you know what I mean? We mm -hmm. have to live through police brutality. We, as black people, we always have to hear about racist white people attacking us. How for do you, living. We for just, living. We, I for feel existing. like we literally mind our business and everyone So why does he think it's okay to justify, do you know how many white men raped black women? Do you know that we will never be able to, well, not never, but we don't know our ancestry because of the treatment of white people in America. You don't see black people running around. If anything, we should be aggressive and upset because this is something that we're reminded of every single day that we're still third, we're still three-fourths of a person in a country that we built. And we're reminded of that every single day. I, I, yes, and I, I think what bothers me about the Liam Neeson story, what I didn't, first and foremost, you don't have to tell us everything. You don't. You know what I mean? Like, because the, the reason why he brought this up was because he was asked, uh, his movie, Cold Pursuit, is about someone seeking revenge. Uh -huh. And they asked him about a time about, like, revenge and how he was able to kind of essentially get into the role. And right. that was his first thought mm -hmm. about seeking revenge on a random black person who may or may not have been involved in his friend's rape. Right. What bothers me with this is that it's one, the response, right? I've seen a lot of the comments that said, well, from white people be like, oh, well, it's not a big deal because we could understand him. And even some black black people have said the same thing. I know. And, I and could, they're ignorant. And I could understand your friend coming up to you and saying, I was raped, right? And I could understand the feeling, or I hope I would understand the feeling of being so angry, right? I might not hope to understand, but I can get the, I can see why someone may have the feeling of getting so angry where you want to inflict harm on the person who assaulted your friend, your girlfriend, someone close to you, right? Mm -hmm. We all have people in our lives that we love, that we want to protect, and if they are hurt, you, you may lash out in anger. What I don't understand is why you would then say that you would attack a random person because right. of something someone said. He didn't say, well, it, 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 to me it wasn't implied that he, it was like, oh, I'm going to hunt and kill the person. Because he threatened to kill, it was That's killing someone. Right. To kill the person, person who did it. Even if they were black, maybe you can understand. But, but that's a random, a random person. And we live, and this may have, may, I think this happened in Europe. Probably in Ireland, because he is Irish. But this... It, it sheds, again, light on the fact that we live in this country where black people, we, see, we are being hunted. We feel like we're hunted down. We are hunted down, whether by the state or just random people. And like, the story came, broke around either the day of or the day before like Trayvon Martin's birthday, who would have been 24 years old. Right. And if you don't remember Trayvon Martin, uh, you know, he was a 17-year-old kid in Florida who was killed by this guy named George Zimmerman. And, you know, George Zimmerman, Trayvon Martin... George Zimmer, Trevor Martin was obviously a black teen. He was apparently walking from the the, like the gas station, the convenience right. store with Skittles and an Arizona iced tea. And George Zimmerman, who was like a, a rent-a-cop, essentially, for the neighbor, a neighborhood watch right. man, noticed him and called the police and said, oh, I'm someone suspicious walking in the area and things like that. Mind you, Trayvon was, I believe, visiting his father. 
in that neighborhood, in right. that area. And the dispatcher told him, do not follow him, right? George Zimmerman decided to follow him, right. essentially stalk him. They got into this altercation. George Zimmerman ended up shooting Trayvon Martin. That's exactly and what Neeson yes, wanted to do. Yes, and then shooting him and killing him. And he was eventually acquitted, right? That's, yeah. Um, that, it's... That's literally what, what Neeson, Neeson wanted yeah, to Neeson do. wanted to do. That's what Neeson there's, there's wanted nothing, to happen, there's period. There's nothing really to... to and that is wrong. Move, if you move from it, yeah, sorry. and that's and, and say that that's wrong. Yeah. I think that people don't understand right from wrong, right? And people and I was talking to some. I was talking to a white person actually about racism, and he was saying that, you know, you can't explain racism like that to white people because they're not going to get it. You have to explain it to them in a in a softer way to where that they'll understand and comprehend. No, I don't have to explain anything softly about anything. We're all adults. We all know what's right from wrong. It, that's just like me saying. That's just like you saying, you have to explain to an alcoholic why they're an alcoholic. And no, because yes. it comes a day when you're going to know that I've had too many drinks. <clears throat> I can't function. I can't function. Whatever it may be, I'm an alcoholic. I don't have to sugarcoat things to make anyone yes. understand what racism is. We know what it is. If you want to accept it, then that's what you want to do to become a better person. If yeah. you don't want to accept it, then that's on you. Yeah. And I think we're also where, you know, we all whether it's racism, sexism, homophobia, transphobia, things like that, right? The pendulum has swung, right? Yeah. Society has changed. Things that were acceptable before, things that people said or did were ever acceptable before are not acceptable now, I don't right? even know if they were acceptable. I think they were just tolerated. They were tolerated. It wasn't right. It was never right. But the culture, society accepted tolerated it, it. Tolerated things, right? Yeah. You could say things about transgender people right. and you know trans slurs use trans slurs racist slurs sexist right. se sexist statements and people would laugh it off shrug it off move on even though right. that part of the that community was was harmed by Absolutely. it right so i'm sure with almost anyone but definitely with white people they may have said racist things in their past right right but you could almost forgive uh, forgive if as long as forgive them not for the rest of the racist things but if they have shown that you know what i said some stupid shit 10 20 years ago i don't feel like that anymore or whatever and i've moved on and i you know whether, whether and you could probably at the point i'm trying to say you could probably accept that right? right and whether it's with racism or sexist comments or transphobia or trans trans comments where you're like you know what i didn't know better now i know better and i will do better right my problem with the liam neeson story was that he said that he felt this primal rage i don't know how you move on from that right he doesn't it's and it's, he's still a racist and he still feels yeah. the same way and that and that's just who he is <laughs> And that and there's no forgiving him. There's no apology. It's weird. It's, it's, it's not weird. weird. No, it's no, very, like the, the, no, no. But it's just I. It's it's like well, because people have been arguing. Like yeah, he's clearly changed, but he didn't really but seem people that are arguing, or recognize the problem. Those people that are arguing was. are the people that. It's just like the people in the R. Kelly situation. The women who are justifying his actions are the type of women that he'd be able to take advantage yeah. of. Yeah. 
So it's the same thing in this situation. The people that are justifying his actions are lost and conditioned to thinking that this kind of behavior is okay, and it's not. It's not like he he said like the N word forty years ago. He was like, you know what? Growing up, I used to like say like you know the N word, and you know I don't do that anymore because like holy shit, like this is wrong. It's he talked about killing someone, a random person, a random black person. He's racist. And that's what I don't know. I feel like you cannot something like that is so deeply ingrained just like racism is so deeply ingrained like you can't just move on from that you know one of the things that we think we need to understand is just as a whole is that racism and really it's to white people racism is not just you calling someone a nigger it's right not. it is systemic yes and, and if you participate in the systemic bigger. you're a part of it you're a part of this problem yeah. and you benefit from it um, just living in the society that we live in. It's, you know, we have to kind of move on. It's not, I feel like it's not black people's job, as you just said, as you said earlier, to educate people about racism, a system that we did not create. No. You know? Racism isn't just nigger. is isn't just coming someone a nigger. It is, it is discrimination in, like, housing and jobs. And um, if you participate in it, it and if you it, encourage it... Crimes, yeah, sorry. Go ahead. If you just if you participate, if you if you encourage it, you are racist. Period. I've said this time after time after time again. When someone shows you who they are, believe them. Neeson has showed us who he is. He is a racist. I believe him. Period. And I'm just gonna leave it at that. Yeah. I just don't. Yeah. What else is there to say? There isn't. We don't have any more time for racists. What I do have time for, though, is a positive quote, per usual. And because I'm feeling angry today, we're going to talk about anger. To be angry is to revenge the faults of others on ourselves. Alexander Pope. Awesome. Thank you guys for listening. Have a great day. See ya. Bye.